Hello, and welcome back to the Awakening Authenticity Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Jobson. I'm a life coach and community leader living in the Denver area who is passionate about living authentically and in alignment and helping others do the same. Come with me on my journey to discovering my true authentic self. On this podcast, I will share personal experiences, interview guests from all walks of life, and encourage vulnerability in order to connect, create community, and provide opportunity for you to be seen, heard, and valued. Let's awaken our authenticity. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Awakening Authenticity Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about boundaries and things that come up when you're trying to set boundaries and how we can move through those. I'm specifically talking about FOG, which is fear, obligation, or guilt, an acronym I talked about in my last episode, the part one of authenticity and boundaries. If you haven't listened to that, I suggest you listen to that before taking a dive into this episode. And other than FOG, we're also going to talk about people-pleasing. I'm sure some of you are like, well, yep, that's that's me. And some of you are probably like, well, I don't know if I'm a people pleaser. We're going to talk about what a people pleaser is, some characteristics of a people pleaser, and then if you are a people pleaser, how to start creating boundaries and taking charge of your own life. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to me. And if you are loving this podcast, please hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on today. And even one step further, if you could leave me a five-star review, those reviews really help the podcast get discovered. So I really, really appreciate your support and your time and energy that it takes to tune into this podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's get into it. So FOG, that acronym that clear clouds up our compass when we're trying to create boundaries for ourselves. Fear. Fear is a mental process that triggers a physical response in humans when confronted by a threat. When we're fearful, we anticipate the possibility that something bad might happen soon. And our bodies seem to shut down all of our non-critical functions as we prepare for immediate action. So fear, as it, it is a survival tech instinct, but it is something that can cause a lot of stress or anxiety that's not necessarily good for us and can lead to an increased risk of long-term health problems. So we don't want to be setting boundaries out of fear because that implies that it's not necessarily in alignment with what we truly want. We could also be setting a boundary because we're fearful of somebody. And so I think that with fear, it's really important to sit down and connect with yourself and think about where that fear is coming from. Is it coming from an external source or an internal source? And if it's coming from an external source, I encourage you to focus on what you can control, which is you. And if it's coming from an internal source, then deep dive into that fear. I was at a networking event with uh, Samantha Joy, who's an amazing woman. Um, She owns a publishing company and just a wonderful human all around. And a woman named Alex was speaking at her event. And I love the way that she explained fear. Basically, fear can be in the car with you, but they can't touch the radio. They can't give you directions. They can't open the window. 
They're basically just sitting with you. And the reason fear can be in the car is because fear propels us into things that, you know, if something scares us, that's probably a good thing because it means that we're not fully sure of what we're doing, but it allows us to propel into that next step. It allows us to move the needle if we don't let fear overtake us and cripple us. But if we notice it and we're curious about it and we're able to, you know, disconnect any personal feelings to the fear, I think that's a great way to start moving through that fear and make boundaries based on a non-fearful mindset. The next piece of the acronym is obligation. So that's an innate sense of community responsibility. We're born with it and we all feel, or almost all of us uh, feel a sense of obligation to everyone around us. And so sometimes a boundary might need to happen, but we're afraid to, yeah, if our if our feeling of obligation to other people or community is too strong, it might sway our boundaries or make it less likely to create boundaries if we feel obligated. And so it's important when we're when we're connected with our authentic self, we can feel more connected to what feels good to us and what doesn't. And we're able to kind of start working through that obligation. An obligation kind of ties into people pleasing, which we'll get into a little bit later in the episode. Guilt is the next piece of that FOG acronym. And it comes from the same root as obligation. And most of us feel this guilt when we do something that might hurt or disappoint someone else. And our society has really drilled it in our head that it's not okay to hurt someone and that especially women need to do everything in their power to be quiet, not disrupt anything, and just make it so we're as small as possible. And, you know, sometimes, like, I really struggle with guilt a lot of times with boundaries still, even though I am consistent and I'm able to move through that guilt, it doesn't make it any easier. And I don't want to sit here or imply that I am perfect at creating boundaries, that I never make mistakes, that I, or, you know, never struggle with creating these boundaries, but I absolutely do. And it's, you know, just for example, I had a friend text me today. Uh, we play soccer together on Thursdays and he was like, well, I'm not going to make it this week. So I just wanted to check in and see how your week's going. And I have an event for my community tonight that I've been getting ready for today. I have a podcast that I'm recording and, and editing. And so I said, hey, it's really great to hear from you. At the same time, like I'm really busy today, so I can't catch up right now, but I would love to grab lunch next week. Even though I was able to assert that boundary and say, hey, I can't chat right now, it didn't feel awesome to me. I mean, it still felt a little difficult and I felt a little guilty. But with practice and consistency, these boundaries become a lot easier to set and maintain for yourself. And also, as you set boundaries and people respond well to them, you'll see that, oh, most people really just want me to do what's best for me. So we've talked about the fear, the obligation, the guilt, how to move through some of those. And now we're going to move on to people-pleasing. And if 
If saying no to someone makes you uncomfortable or you're always available to everybody and you put others' needs above your own, you rarely express a different opinion, even if you disagree, you apologize a lot, you really can't stand when someone's upset at you, and you're constantly overwhelmed, burnt out, have way too many things going on. And even if you don't do all of these things, but you do one or many of them, it could make you tend towards people-pleasing, which can make setting boundaries really, really difficult. Which, if you've been a people-pleaser for a lot of your life, and mind you, I think people-pleasing is something that is you know, instilled in our heads with society, just like you know, making sure that we're quiet and we don't disrupt things. I feel that people-pleasing is something, especially for women as caregivers, and we're, we're just expected to put others' needs above our own and not really worry about ourselves. People-pleasing is something where people learn that their value derives from meeting other people's needs and from being overly accommodating and helpful. And people-pleasers say yes for all sorts of reasons, like maybe love, wanting love and approval, you want to avoid conflict or abandonment, you you know, you think you want to be, or you want to be nice and agreeable. And all of those things are inauthentic because of the fact that you're thinking about others before yourself. And so I think the first step to breaking down that people pleaserness is really just falling in love with yourself, discovering who you are, the things that we've been talking about up until this point on this podcast of, you know, figuring out where you're in alignment, where you're not, and thinking about what you want out of your life. And if you keep saying yes to extra work because you want to be valued at work, if you keep saying yes to your friends with activities you don't want to be doing, if you keep saying yes to your partner um, to, to step up and help out more when you don't have capacity, that's going to create those emotions of resentment, overwhelm, burnout, and it's just going to put you in a bad place. And so fill up your own cup first. I was chatting with a friend about this episode and, and getting some feedback, and I really liked the way that they put that is fill your cup first. Make sure that you have enough energy to be giving to others. And if you are feeling like you need to take a step back, fill up your cup, then be honest about that. And those were the, that's where those boundaries come in. And filling your cup looks different for everyone, but that's where that self-care comes in. You know, some ideas for self-care could be, you know, resting. Watching TV is fully acceptable self-care if that's what you need. And as long as it's not something that's taking away from your life. Taking a bath, meditating, going to a workout class, having coffee with a friend, um, all of these things can be considered self-care. And I think it's really important to take time to develop what self-care looks like for you. I've been really into going into the cold plunge and sauna after workouts or at night if I'm a little bit anxious or can't sleep or things like that. Um, I've really found that taking the time to go sauna and cold plunge. There's typically somebody in the sauna at my social club, so a lot of conversations happen in there. That has been one of my 
favorite ways to take care of myself lately. I also make sure that I eat regularly, that I am well-rested, that I make time in my day to do something fun or exciting or something that I want to do. And those are just my examples. Like I said, so many different ways to take care of yourself. And if you need help starting a self-care routine, shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you on Instagram at Authentic Alley Coaching. It's one of my passions is to help people align with their authentic self. And if I can give you some more self-care ideas, I would absolutely be happy to. So as a people pleaser, if you start to fill your own cup and start connecting with yourself, it's a lot easier to figure out what isn't aligning, what isn't feeling good, and be able to start implementing those boundaries. And I think the more you get into you know, taking care of yourself, finding validation from yourself versus external factors, and really starting to live a life that you love, it might come naturally to you to start cutting out things that, that you know, overwhelm you or don't feel good. I have, I think, five jobs right now, and I was creating content on this one platform, and I recently had to sit down and ask myself, does this still feel in alignment? And it doesn't. So I emailed the platform and said, hey, I really want to take a step back from this. And so I'm working on phasing that out of my life. So I have more time for my podcast, for my coaching programs and, you know, all the things that I love in my life and my community that I'm building. And so that was a uh, not an easy decision for me, but it was something that I decided I was probably just saying yes to A, free, free shit and B, exposure. And it just wasn't worth like the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, if that makes sense. And so I decided to cut that out and I have a huge weight lifted off my shoulders and I feel like I have so much more time to focus on the things that I said earlier, like my podcast. So I encourage you also, yeah, to take a seat, really analyze your life. I know we talked about this in the first episode, but it's important to do these check-ins regularly and make sure that you're on track to where you want to go. All right, so in summary, we talked about some tangible tips to clear the fog. So with fear, allowing it to be present, but not allowing it to take the driver's seat. And that really, you know, comes from analyzing whether the fear is coming from an external source or internal source, recognizing what we can control, and deep diving into why that fear is present. And I highly recommend, if I haven't mentioned this yet, Um, to have a space where you can discuss those things. I'm personally in therapy. I love my therapist. She's amazing. And that's where I talked about a lot about this kind of thing, like when fear, obligation, guilt, and people-pleasing comes up in my life. Um, With obligation, recognizing that that's also, you know, something that's ingrained in us in in society of like feeling connected to the community and wanting to help out. And I think making sure that we're, you know, like I said, sitting down, figuring out why do we feel obligated to do this? Is it an external thing or internal? If it's obligation for fear of upsetting someone or something like that, you know, recognizing that people are probably going to get upset at you regardless of what you do, but just focusing on what feels good for you. And then the whole guilt situation I feel is really tied to people pleasing as well. 
outcome, but really just making sure that we're filling our own cup. We're recognizing that we're worried a decision or a boundary might make someone upset or we might feel guilty. Like we need to stay consistent to ourselves and true to ourselves. And then with people pleasing, it's basically just, you know, if you're doing things for others and not not being concerned about yourself. And if we keep saying yes to everybody else, then when are we going to have time to explore the things that we're passionate about? So, you know, another reminder to just sit down with yourself, kind of make sure you, you know, if someone asks you to do something, try to just use that compass, that simple yes or no. And hopefully it's clear this episode all made sense. If you want to connect with me outside of my podcast, I'm on Instagram at Authentic Alley Coaching. I'm so excited you tuned in today. And I hope some of these tangible tips were helpful. And until next week, I'll talk to you then. Before we say goodbye today, I want to ask if any women that are listening would please give the beauty boost underscore Denver a follow on Instagram. If you're in the Denver area, great. I'd love to see you at my community. If you're not in the Denver area, good news for you is that the Beauty Boost is in 25 cities and 18 states. And the Beauty Boost is a community for women to feel empowered, healthy, and beautiful. I hold all sorts of different types of events throughout the Denver area throughout the year, from empowerment hikes to hippy-dippy summer social events this evening to a women's empowerment panel. If you're a small business, I'd love to get you involved. If you're a a woman in the community who's just looking for authentic friendships, I'd love to have you. Um, So follow us on the beauty boost underscore Denver. I'll link all this in the show notes. Come to an event, check it out. If you're not in Denver, go to thebeautyboost.net and find a city near you.